What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 129. and unfortunately i was not able to upload this yesterday on friday that's completely because i'm uh, super lazy and uh, i just wanted a day off like just literally doing nothing uh, so that's the reason for that but i i thought that the next best thing is to uh, upload it on a saturday and uh, spare you the trouble of uh, you know listening to it at like midnight on sunday so um <laughs> you know i i decided to just uh, record it as soon as i can and uh yeah make make sure that you're listening to this episode and the rest of them at a speed you are comfortable at whether it's 1.5x 2x or whatever literally whatever speed that you're comfortable with make sure that you're using that and uh, that that you know that that'll make a world of a difference trust me it's completely uh, a different experience altogether and yeah let's get started now All right, getting right into what the day was like. Uh, FIDI volumes were not as strong as what we saw on Thursday. Overall, the extent to which uh, you know the moves that we've seen in terms of the volumes and such were really not as strong. Minus 704 crore for the FIs, so net selling, and uh, plus 219 crores for the DIs, so net buying. Again, very very opposite. Um, to what we saw like literally we we've been seeing FIs and DIs contradicting each other since like 3 days now so not too sure what the reason for that is and the ADR was at 0.53 so it's 639 advances to 1206 declines and uh yeah i mean really really goes with the trend that we've seen uh on friday with a more of a negative bias for all of the stocks and uh the indices of course so uh that checks out and yeah i mean relatively standard stuff as far as the adr ratio is concerned now on thursday i'd said that you know typically when we've seen a flattish expiry weekly expiry or literally any expiry on thursday we've generally seen uh, a bigger move happening on friday and uh, that that held true because uh, friday was a big move of course the first two candles literally are uh, well the first one hour or so uh literally moved the entire market from uh a new swing high in the shorter time frame if i remember correctly to almost a new swing low uh retesting that 12100 level on the broad market index nifty so clearly that big move happened in that opening hour itself and uh, from there it was relatively uh, you know stable as we uh, you know progress to the indices segment we learn more about that but you know clearly big big move happened the underlying stocks and you know the stocks in general were not too supportive of uh, those literally those current levels or those higher levels and uh, that's of course reflected in the ad ratio as well now a few observations that i had uh, the very first one being that the basis was playing a bad game i'm talking about the basis here between nifty and nifty future so at one point it was leveled at one point it was uh you know minus 15 or so the basis and after that it widened to minus 25 uh 
right now I'll just check the closing basis it is around 16 points or so which is reasonable uh, but at the same time it's uh, you know it's, it's it was just going all over the place so it seems that the elasticity between the spot or uh, rather I'm assuming that's the beta here that we're talking about um, between the spot and the future or just uh, all over the place and essentially if you know what the future uh, indicates you know it's basically what the market thinks that the price is as on uh, settlement so 27th Feb the market right now thinks that you know it's it's going to be higher than what nifty spot is at and intraday that was not the case intraday we were seeing all sorts of movements happening with nifty's future so that was a very interesting observation i feel that the key to uh, you know actually trying to understand how nifty is moving is to also see how the nifty future is moving is what i've you know sort of figured these past four days or so because literally all of the four days we've been seeing something or the other happening with the basis uh, so um, you know looking in more into that I'm, I'm, i'll probably uh, analyze that further the next observation that i found was that the bulls were unwilling to fight more against the bears despite the buyer seller ratio being favorable and such uh, on nifty i feel if i remember correctly nifty had around 1 lakh buyers so 100000 buyers more than the sellers uh, but despite all that it was just unwilling or unable to sustain at its current levels as we saw it sort of sliding towards the end of the day after uh, noon so you know that, that's that's my second observation for the day probably because it was just too uncomfortable at those levels or maybe it just wanted to test those lower levels to see if uh, you know the market in general or the what the consensus is like are people more comfortable at you know sub 12 100 levels or are they more comfortable above those levels uh, so let, let's jump more into the indices now uh, so yeah okay so nifty closed 12113.45 that's 61 points down and uh, bank nifty closed at 3834 so a it's below that 31k level b it is 395 points down from its previous close so nifty saw an adr of uh, 15 is to 35 which is quite terrible if i'm being very honest with you bank nifty saw an adr of 2 is to 10 which is again quite terrible similar to what we saw on thursday so uh, not a lot going on there now as i was saying in the previous segment that nifty retested that 12100 level with a low of 12091 if i remember correctly and then it sort of uh, went a bit higher and ended up closing above 12100 so that's a good sign so you know let's let's just add that to the good uh, aspects uh, list that we have because we're going to compare what it's like you know the upside and the downside and that'll just help us understand where the indices are at better so good thing retested 12100 and respected it bad thing it just turned back completely from that 12250 level which we know is a resistance if i just look at my handy dandy levels chart 12200 12250 12272 so forget 12272 it was it just turned back from 12250 12246 was the day's high so that's not a good thing that shows that higher levels it's not comfortable at current levels it's probably going to sustain for a bit 12120 or so were completely being rejected in fact any level above 12130 was just too uh, unsustainable for um, you know nifty on friday it seemed so that's something to make note of and uh, intraday bank nifty was very similar i feel again 31,000 just rejected completely 
and uh, you know <laughs> that 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 pretty much tells us whatever we want to know because uh, that that obviously that 31,000 level is an important psychological support. We've seen it take support from there several times in the past, but uh, just zero respect given. Again, this happened uh, around in the first couple of hours of the day. One candle is all it took to go from 31,284 to 30,927. And uh, that candle was, it literally made a new low. And uh, then that low was sort of supported towards the end of the day. Now, enough about the intraday moves uh, because we'll analyze them and how they are placed on a broader time frame. So, coming back to Nifty on the daily chart. Now, Nifty on the daily chart looks all right. It's definitely got resistances, no doubt. Um, you know, that, that which level is that? That 12 to 20 level uh, turned out to be a bit of a uh, a bit of a high resistance or strong resistance than what it could have hoped for it filled in that gap so it had a gap that uh, that was left on 11th Feb so that has been filled now and it's taken support from that trend line looks like now if it wants to touch and go that 13 MA line which, which it is respected so far it's probably looking at a further 90 to 80 point down move if not, uh, it's right at support. It's just below 50 MA, so there's a chance that it can respect 50 MA as well, provided that it opens with a gap up, either either a gap up tomorrow or if it's got strong momentum tomorrow. And uh, just, just the bulls saying that, hey, no, these levels are just not acceptable for us, then we're probably looking at it being breached. Uh, on the broader time frame, on, on an even broader time frame, looking at the weekly chart, uh, we're looking at it again, maintaining that doji position. If I remember correctly, Wednesday was when I spoke about the weekly chart. That right now it's it's very evenly placed. You know, it's uh, it's it's got equal amounts of play, uh, place to go up and down, and it's right at the 13 MA line, and it's maintained that because it still literally is right at the 13 MA line. I'm assuming this was on 11th Feb because that is where uh, that candle is at. So it's still maintaining that doji. And uh, now to me, and again, on the monthly chart, if we look at it even on an even broader time frame, we're looking at it uh, being relatively positive right now above that 13 MA uh, line. So all is good on the monthly time frame. Coming back to the weekly time frame, though, um, and this also sort of applies to the daily time frame. Now, uh, pre-budget, we saw some very, very negative moves. And uh, we saw, in fact, a very negative move on the budget day as well. It fell down to uh, Nifty fell down to 11,600 or so, and uh, it was resting at its 200 MA line. Now, after that, uh, you know, after the the week after the budget, uh, you know, I believe that was the third of February onwards, we saw a very sharp, uh, you know, rally, sort of correcting what negative moves happened pre and uh, on the budget day, and after that we saw mild retracement. Post which we saw uh, sort of a jump. Now, the reason why I'm telling you all of this is because, you know, since it, it sort of recovered so much so sharply, one would have expected that it would have retraced for a bit. And this is more uh, this is more evident on the weekly chart that that retracement, uh, you know, would have been expected. But it is so far rejected that retracement. And what I take from that is that it is really not, uh, you know, not willing to retrace down further 
because there was no chance of it to uh, there was there was no reason for it to not you know go down by a bit profit booking or uh, just rejecting those levels or whatever there was no there was no reason for it to you know actually go up and take support unless of course it wanted to accept and unless of course it wanted to uh, you know be comfortable at these 12100 levels which is what i am ga- uh, you know gaining and taking from this so to me that doji itself is not really a reversal sign or a negative thing because this is how i'm looking at it again that 12100 level is an important psychological level it being reached and still being uh, sort of uh, you know respected itself is a very positive sign in my opinion and uh, that's my take on nifty coming to bank nifty 31k is a very important level of course which it has breached on the on the daily chart on the weekly chart it looks very uh, negative and it looks very you know understandably and justifiably negative because it's got 50 ma resistances 13 ma resistances so there were a lot of resistances and banking in general as we know has always been much more volatile than nifty so <clears throat> with the underlying stocks not respecting uh, and the underlying stocks not willing to stay up and with banking in general being uh, you know a, a very iffy sort of sector it's kind of all right uh, you know for it to actually have had such a negative impact to add to that uh, friday i believe had vodafone's agr uh, not vodafone but the telco's agr uh, verdict by the supreme court and they said that hey you know you you you're going to have to pay <clears throat> by march 17th or something so that is obviously going to have an impact on uh, you know the banks as well because they are lenders <clears throat> i believe uh, sbi has a massive massive investment uh, in 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 vodafone idea so uh, all of those factors might have also had to do something uh, with what we saw on friday and uh, since we are on the topic of banks one of the main draggers for nifty and bank nifty was hdfc uh, bank and in the case of nifty hdfc as well because those were just unwilling to you know sustain at uh, their psychological levels as well um hdfc was just not willing to uh, you know stay around that 2400 mark intraday it was really creating a lot of problems and uh, i'm trying to see where it closed so i can get a better idea and i can give you guys a better idea of what happened uh, where is hdfc hdfc Uh, hdfc yeah so it's at 2401 so just barely above that 2400 mark which is fine where it tested that level so many times and it was just unwilling to go above uh 2405 2406 which is another reason why we saw it dragging it down further reliance also had a fair bit of momentum but then it also uh, sort of uh, slowed down by a bit so all things considered uh not really a good day for the indices however uh, for a broader time frame like you know rest of this month or probably this coming week i feel that there is definitely a chance that we see uh, you know a recovery post a minor retracement if any uh, or we might just see it consolidating just figuring out whether this is where it wants to be at or not so that's my view on uh, the indices now let's move to my trades i know it, it, this was a bit of a long one but since it's a weekly one i wanted to get down into the depth of uh, literally every single move that we've seen this past week and uh, you know i hope that was helpful anyway let's move to my trades so uh, the two new trades that i took were a maruti 7100 call 
and a Nifty 12100 call. So the Maruti one right now is OTM. I believe Maruti is below that 7000 mark as well. And uh, let me just check Maruti, Maruti, Maruti. Yeah, it's below 7,000 as well. 6,900 is where it's at. So it's OTM right now, but the time to expiry is still, uh, let's go, 12 days uh, to go. So I'm still hopeful because it was at a good level on the daily chart, which is why I picked it up. The next trade that I have, I'm holding is Nifty's 12,100 call. The basis for that is something that I explained in the previous uh, segment. And also because I took this as an intraday trade initially, but then I did not exit it in time. So uh, considering my previous analysis, I chose to hold on to it. Uh, the next, the third trade that I'm holding right now is the HDFC Bank 1240 call. And uh, again, it's it's OTM right now, but at the same time, the time to expiry is still further out. So I'm holding on to it because in general, HDFC is a relatively stable stock. So, uh, you know, there's a very good chance that it can recover and make back those gains and uh, go even further, possibly 1260, 1280 or so uh, in, in the coming time that it has. So during the course of this month. So let's see how that turns out. And let's move to my lessons. My lesson for the day is something which is more of practical trading related stuff than uh, broader, you know, uh, broader market related psychology stuff or anything. And uh, that lesson is when there's a reversal happening or when there's a, uh, you know, well, yeah, reversal happening and we see a very sharp move and it actually does reverse. So <laughs> let's say what happened on Friday, it fell sharply, then it, f it went up sharply as well for one candle. If that happens, if the momentum inherently was not too high, then it's probably best to just exit at that spike. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because my nifty call was giving me a very nice ROI. I'm talking about like a 30% ROI or something, uh, or maybe even a 40% one. I really can't remember, but a very good ROI nonetheless. And I thought that, hey, you know, since it's going up, might as well let it run. Now, this is a good move if you've got multiple lots, so you can partially exit and then hold the rest uh, to a certain limit. However, since it was just one lot, I held onto it and then it fell sharply again. So. Uh, because of that, I was, I was just looking at how it was placed and that uh, that sort of, you know, reminded me or sort of that that made me click that, uh, you know, the momentums were not inherently too strong. They were not too weak either, but they were not too strong. And that one spike would have literally that when that one spike happened, the option price was higher than it was uh, ever for the rest of the day. So had I exited on that, I would have made a decent ROI and I would have, uh, you know, uh, you know, basically not had to endure the rest of the day uh, with that open position. So that's my view, uh, that's my lesson for the day. You know, if, if there's a reversal that's happening, if if there, if you're going with more of a, a contra trend move, then it's probably best to uh, exit at a spike because chances are, even if it goes further, unless it's a massive spike that's happening, which is a very one-off event, uh, unless that happens, you're better off exiting at the peak of the spike because the option prices are likely never going to reach that level, even if it continues with a mildish uptrend after that. So um, that is the lesson for the day. I hope you found this help, uh, helpful and informative, the entire episode, not just this lesson. And uh, yeah, uh, this is it for this one. Happy trading day after tomorrow. See you in the next.